you agree that, you know, it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better? been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs> well, it's Wake Up With KC, and today I have a very interesting topic to talk about. And I don't know about you, but I asked this question. What if alchemy and energy are connected together to help us and guide us? How would we even know? Well, today I have a very special guest joining us. Please welcome Donna Kubler. Donna, thank Hi. you for joining us. Thank you for having me so much. I really so I have to give kudos and, and thanks to my daughter who mm -hmm. gave me your business card. And my, the first thing that drew me was alchemy. Uh -huh. And I was like, what is the connection? Because I, I see alchemy come up in words and like being an intuitive and like psychic, whatever. I tune into things that stick out like a sore thumb mm -hmm. that catch my eye. I'm like, what is this about alchemy? And I did some like charting with other people and they're like, oh, you come back from a, you, you are an alchemist. You and I'm like, okay, what is an alchemist? Can you please share that? <laughs> sure. Well, it's become a little bit of a buzzword in our in our in industry, if you will, lately. Um, and yet it's it's super ancient, right? So I think of alchemy as simply trans transformation, right? So we have energy, and I also talk a lot about karma. So when I use the word karma, which is really cause and effect. It's really this energy that um, generally when you hear it used, it's like bad karma. So we have some karma to clean up. How do we clean it up if it's energy? We use alchemy. We alchemize it. We transform it. So I often tell folks um, that come to me, uh, clients, you know, they're like, oh, I did X, Y, Z, or this, you know, wasn't in my highest good. I know, you know, how do I clean the karma? And Sometimes, if not all the time, the best way to clean the karma or alchemize it, transform it, is just don't do it again. <laughs> it's really simple, right? Um, when we learn our lessons um, from our experiences, uh, we get the gifts. So karma is, is, there's dark karma and then there's also the gifts. So that's through the process of transformation, we alchemize and then we receive the blessings and our, our gifts. So it's really just transformation and utilizing many different spiritual techniques uh, to do it. Wow, that you explained it better than what I've heard and, and studied, but it, let's go back because you said history in ancient times. Mm -hmm. So what did you discover from the ancient civilization mm. of when they were using alchemy? Well, it's interesting you ask that. <laughs> I do do uh, past life readings. And I've, I remember many, 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 many past lives of my own. They're, they're, 
They're more ancient in the galactic terms, though. So I remember many lives on different star systems. So it's it's very high technology, much more advanced than we have here on planet Earth at this time, even though many of us um, are awakening and remembering so much of our ancient times. Um, so there are ancient times and yet high technology, um, very advanced from very advanced civilizations. And not to say, I mean, I definitely know it was in the Atlantean timelines and the Lumerian timelines. So those in theory were here on earth and those were advanced civilizations. So it's not so much I can tell you like specifics, um, it's more like at a heart level, what, what I know or what we know. And um, the way I use alchemy is through uh, sound healing. I use my voice. Earlier, right before we started, we did a little opening prayer. And I use my voice to open doorways and get us in a certain place to share authentically from the heart. So that would be one form of what I've it's not really learned. It's also remembered, by the way. So a lot of this stuff, if not all of it, is 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 recall, right? Past life recall or even future life because we can go back in time and we can go forward in time too when, when we uh, work with the Akashic field or the quantum field. So toning. Um, uh, we shared some, some words before. Um, we were speaking ancient languages, <laughs> Kimberly and I were. Um, and then you can also go slow. You can also communicate these words with uh, mudra, which are directives. Make it the right, oh, wrong way. Directives to the quantum. <laughs> there we go. I was like, is it's opposite. Directives to the quantum field. So as I'm talking, I'm communicating with you and our Yay. audience. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I want wow. to speak, but I'm not going to. So do you feel it? Yeah. Any chance? Okay, so let's ask. Um, so we're going to alchemize if you want, right? Okay. Here's a figure eight. So that's um, infinity among other things, right? Do you feel it? Yeah. Um, so maybe, you know, some of your viewers will feel it. Some of them will be like, what is she doing? <laughs> um, so uh, let's bring peace um, since we're recording this um, moving towards the holidays times. Okay, so we're going to ask for peace. And as I was talking to you before, Kimberly, Whoa. I opened a book and there was a beautiful code that was, again, gifted. Whoa. So we're clearing, clearing, clearing. And it's um, a code for Shanti, which is a Sanskrit word for peace. Whoa. All right. Whoa. All right. So we're clearing the container. Okay. And then we come into holy union with ourselves. There we go. So that would be another way to alchemize that I remembered. Um, so it's essentially, I call it galactic sign language. Um, I'd say this is right? totally fat. Like I connect with this. Yeah, it's it's a little obscure, um, but I also know a lot of people that do it. So, um, you know, that's interesting how I respond. I know yeah. someone that I, I guess activated. Mm-hmm. When I channel based on what, you know, like-minded spiritual people um, 
come across when I really, something happened. And to be honest, I was having a very beautiful, amazing, euphoric, orgasmic ecstasy. <sighs> and it seemed like I opened a vortex or something. A and that's when they came in uh -huh. and I was channeling and I was like, and when I came back, I'm like, what in the world just happened? Like, uh -huh. I was just like right in the middle of an orgasm. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Pfft. and I came back in and my, my partner was just like. Yeah. So, so but it was, it was like so intense. Mm -hmm. So we also have, so we have to watch our discernment, of course. But we, I believe in my experience, this has happened to me umpteen times, we have helpers. Like, so again, people in, in our, our world will know um, we have ancestors and guides and angelics that we call upon to assist us. We have guide teams, healing teams, guide teams um, that can, again, help us alchemize um, dark karma, heavy, dark, dense energy. Um, I studied a lot of shamanism. Uh, that's called hucha in shamanism, which I love that word, hucha. I think that's an onomatopoeia <laughs> where the word sounds like what it is. It's like hucha. Um, so anyway, so we have, we have these team helpers that um, when we're ready, when we're at that place, they can engage with us at a much more profound level, like when you were having an orgasm, right? So there's a transmission of information. It's a sharing of data. And again, this is just my experience, what I believe. I actually don't read that much or look online too much. I'm much better um, through the path. Again, this is from my shaman studies. Um, it's not just from that, but that's where I learned this word um, or this, uh, term, uh, direct revelation. So I like to come up with my own ideas. I like to be inspired and remember and, um, formulate my own concepts from my own experiences versus what I've read or versus what so-and-so says. Not to say I don't have, again, really amazing friends who do similar to what I do. And like yourself, like just, we spoke once before and a little bit before, um, this session today, you know, we've shared information. I've already learned so much. So I do do that. However, through the path of direct revelation, I've um, rediscovered things. So getting back to your experience with your orgasm. So if I were interpreting it, which I am, but again, it's you get to take it or leave it. Um, you had that opening that you call it a vortex, which I see things in vortex energies all the time, the cones. So portal opening or an energy or being potentially dropped in for an energy exchange. So again, we have to be aware that we want to, you know, be clean and clear so the right type of beings drop in versus some other ones that are waiting in the sidelines, just waiting when we drink too much or we're smoking or whatever we're doing. That's, in my opinion, not holy. Like if, if it doesn't feel good in the end, it's probably not great, even though you know, I occasionally have a cocktail or so something here or there. Um, so anyway, you, you you probably had a great energy exchange and you may not understand it in human terms or earthly terms what happened, but it's a soul, um, it's a soul connection and it's a soul in interaction. Um, so does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So did you, did you feel anything afterwards, like an epiphany or... A, a remembrance or a clearing or something to that effect, elation? More like 
at first shock because mm -hmm. you know it's not every day you have an <laughs> orgasm and you start channeling in another language like, <laughs> you have no clue what you're saying kind of thing moment <laughs> but after i got i was like okay it's like because i started channeling at first i recognized like a native american mm -hmm. and then it started to change but this one was totally i felt masculine yeah. a masculine uh energy and i was like okay so what was that all about and i'm like all right you'll reveal it to me later so i wasn't mm -hmm. afraid I didn't. It was just shocking because you don't experience. Sure, sure. <laughs> it was an opportunity, and it was like I'm in. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like <laughs> they're here to help me help those that are ready to go to that next level. I, I guess you say five D, and there's an activation that happens. Mm -hmm. So I started okay, and I just like. When an opportunity comes and I hear the right words coming from the person, then they're and they're open for to to hear, listen, or experience, have an experience. And I'm like, okay, as long as you're open, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm saying, mm -hmm. but this is what if you to understand, you just got to go through the experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're okay with that. So they're around me, and then I just go through the thing and. A lot of times they feel like they're, they're chakras. Something's happening with their chakras. Mm -hmm. So realignment or rebalancing. Um, when we're more realigned and rebalanced, um, there's also um, soul. We can go out on a soul retrieval and retrieve lost soul parts and bring them back. And this is through my experience when we realign and we're just in a good place and we're happy and holy and living our joy, the, soul, the discarded soul parts from gosh knows how many lifetimes ago and so many different realms and so many different dimensions recognize that it's safe to come back. And I, you know, I point to myself like it's a physical because that's how I see it, but I know it's not. But that's just if you're physical, emotional, mental, physical, how we think of ourselves on earth mostly here. When that's all good, these soul parts will just kind of fly in like shoom, 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 shoom. So in your speaking, I believe, because uh, again, this is what I do with a lot of clients, um, it's like sound healing. Those tones hit different pit, different parts in the body, right? Body, energy body, dimensional bodies, um, all the layers. And it helps kind of do, 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 realign us so the soul parts can come in. Because that's the name of the game is to be holy, not just blessed and bless, blessing others, but whole with a W-H-O-L, to be whole. Because in my opinion, I don't think anybody, maybe there's some exceptions, but I don't think anybody on earth plane is totally whole. They don't have a whole soul. They're not operating with a whole soul. They're fragmented from, again, different lifetimes. This life, lifetime, we can all, I'm sure we all could uh, account for at least one time where we had something traumatic, something disturbing in our life, where we hit the road or we buried, we buried a pain. Um and maybe this isn't for everyone. I, I think it is. Um, but we buried a pain. And when we bury it and suppress it, that's soul loss. So um, a lot of what I do is, again, you, you 
clear and heal the karma. You receive the gifts and a gift should be the soul part, the happy, holy soul part that's flying back in that helps us remember who we've been so we can remember who we are. So again, what you do is very, very similar to, if not the same concept, I believe, to what I do. And it's, it's profound work. It is. And, and one thing that I, I come to recognize as well is we've been operating under a third dimensional thing, but now we're moving into a fifth dimension. Mm -hmm. And the best way I can describe it is when you look into like before 3D as a, a symbolic way of recognizing it's when you look into a camera, you look in one, mm. you get it one right. little picture, right? So then going into the fifth dimension, now you're looking through a panoramic view, a mm -hmm. bigger yes. picture than before. So in what I'm discovering of my gifts and, and what I'm supposed to do and whatnot in order to help and understand what I'm doing, mm -hmm. it's I'm helping activate that. Yes. And I have to go through, like, even the, the chakras are getting an upgrade to be able to move an operator. It's just like your computer system has to be updated. Our phones have to be updated right. every so often. So does the, the chakras. And then it helps remove anything that's blocking them from, right. I, I call it a chakra enema. I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, you're clearing. You're doing deep work, inner work. And the realignment. the notes because every uh, chakra yep. holds a note that yep. resonates with the note. So it's like yes. our chakras just went one octave higher mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in order to adapt and go with the fifth dimensional stuff because you can't be in the fifth dimension if you're still in the third dimension. It won't right work. it's not simpatico no <laughs> it's so thick in the third i don't even know i've heard different different people say like we're we're in the fifth already the third's been gone a while but we can st we still have those old programs like we were talking about like mm -hmm. old ways of thinking from our ancestors from what we've heard what we the lies we tell ourselves so um yeah, I'm not sure which dimension we're in, but, but we're like way farther forward. Everyone's like, oh, it's now. I'm like, yes, but it's still happening. It doesn't yes. happen like that. No. It's a process. Yes. It does take time because yes. look at all the bullshit that we've been carrying. Yes, absolutely. And I used to say I had an awakening. Um, I had, we won't talk about it now unless it, it's relevant, but about seven years ago, and I had different experiences prior to that, amazing experiences, but seven years ago, it was like, boom, party starting. And I just saw everything much more clearly. And I remembered a lot more, um, again, of this past life, future life recall, and things just became very clear. And since then, they're even more clear. But in that moment, it was profound. It was like, boom, you're in. And um, uh, I lost my train of thought. So, boom, you're in. The party started. The party started. You're awakening. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. This is my first podcast, by the way. So, I'm a little nervous. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Uh -uh. 
Um, oh gosh. Well, I guess I'm not supposed to talk about it. It'll come back up if, if, um, no, but it was part of your awakening and it just happened in such a way that it was like, boom, you're in the party starting and you got clear clarity of things. Thank you. Yes. I got clear clarity. And, um, what happened, what I used to say is that I was mutating and evolving and growing. And, you know, one of the fun things that that's like, not necessarily my claim to fame, but I had to be in my bonnet about was like, oh, I know how to bend spoons with my mind. And I do. And now I teach classes, you know, it's like quantum spoon bending, how you melt the metal with the energy. So I was like, yeah, I'm mutating, I'm mutating, I'm, I'm moving, I'm evolving, I'm mutating. But what it dawned on me is actually I'm not mutating. I'm undoing all the mutations from certainly this life embodiment as well as way beyond that. So it's 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 undoing the mutations, undoing the programming that you know was necessarily that was put upon us that we accepted versus stepping into and pro- programming ourselves with what we choose. So when you're talking about 3D, 5D, it it's a process and it doesn't always tickle. It rarely tickles. Um, the gifts are amazing. And those yeah. are the aha moments. So that's where I was going with this whole awakening thing is, you you know, sometimes people who have had an awakening that or not sometimes everybody I know who's had an awakening knows about ascension symptoms and it hurts. It hurts to awaken. Um, again, maybe somebody will have an experience and tell me, you know, Donna, it didn't hurt me. And I'd be like, wow, you did it right. You should write a book on that. <laughs> um, you should be on this podcast and tell everybody how you do it where it doesn't hurt. Um, but it's this undoing so we can become who we truly are versus um, sh- shifting in the opposite way. Does that make sense? And that was very profound for me because I, I always just, I knew I was shifting but I felt like I was mutating and that, but it was not, it was the opposite. Because of what we were taught to believe, but then, you know, and what's also labeled, plus our words are very powerful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, now I'm consciously aware of the words I speak. Yes. You know, speak life. And, and, you know, there is a good book that had some, profound wordings but then it it just got twisted and Mm. there's contradictions you know and conflict of well wait you say one thing here but then you turn around and you know in this other chapter total opposite so which is it you Mm. know and i believe spirituality is discovered not inherited Mm. that's a very good point very good point and honestly, Donna, I can't remember what my awakening was like, honestly. <laughs> you mean, did you black out? Or? That I was like, well, what happened when I spiritually awoke? Like, I really don't remember. I just, I was at a point in my life where I had enough. I, I You know, I've overcame so many variety t- forms of abuse Mm. and my second marriage was so mental and emotionally and verbally abusive that I just got like I just sat outside and I was venting I'm like if this is all there is to life 
then I want to check out. I don't mm. want to be here. Oh, goodness. Because I was just at that point. Yeah. But I'm like, but if the grass is greener on the other side from where I'm standing, then show me the truth. Like I got mm -hmm. so adamant. Mm -hmm. And it was like a, a feeling of anger, frustration, mm -hmm. adamant. Like, then you show me the truth because mm -hmm. I'm done with this bullshit. Mm -hmm. Religion is not the answer because they're saying the same old thing that doesn't sit well with me. And what's to this? What's the truth about that? So show me the way. Show me the truth. So you, you prayed. You talked that's to God. I, in a way, that's how I pray, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it's just me talking to the universe, a greater intelligence that they can't lie. <laughs> so why not go to them? Exactly. You go to the top. So now I've learned, you know, if you hear me or see me talking and there's no one around, but it's just me talking to myself, don't be alarmed because I'm getting the greatest advice. <laughs> That's awesome. Perfect. Perfect. You know, if I'm not harming anybody or doing anything, I'm just talking, doing my thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm in a good place. I'm not, you know. <laughs> And I do. Uh -huh. I just like it might take a couple of days or a week or maybe a month, maybe even six months, uh -huh. a year, three years. But I wind up, it just shows up. And then it takes me back to when I asked that question. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, so that's what that. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's perfect. That's what we call divine timing, right? Yeah, our synchronicities. <laughs> synchronicities. <laughs> yeah. So you also you under uh, you understand energy from Reiki. You studied Reiki. Oh yes, yes. I'm a Reiki master, so I do um, initiate folks often. That's one of my um, primary jobs. So that's one type of activation um, that that stimulates or awakens. I believe many other aspects within within the the structure when I work on someone. So while Reiki is very specific, it's one type of frequency. Um, we have umteen or in, in infinite. So I oftentimes uh, utilize the Reiki for its own purpose, of course. But then it's also a wonderful foundation for folks like ourselves who are wanting to step into their their healer abilities. And we all have healer abilities. We all have psychic abilities. So don't let anybody tell you different um, viewers and listeners. We're all jacked up if, if we want to step into them. Um, Hello, we're all gods and goddesses. Yes, we are. We're creator beings. Yes. <laughs> and it's neat because I work with so many amazing uh, clients and they have, I mean, it, it's so fun for me to see and experience their gifts. So we have lots of overlapping ones, you know, the clair, claircognizance, clairvoyant, you know, clairaudient, you hear, do you see, do you know, um, et cetera. Um, but there's so many clairs you can't even Google nowadays that um, people are stepping into different, unique variations or just new ones. So we are evolving and developing as a, as a race. Um, so it's pretty, pretty amazing. 
um, to witness that. So yes, so the Reiki is, is one type of frequency that I utilize for clients, but then activate them and then they can use it as a foundational tool to apply their other, you know, psychic skill set to if they choose. It's helped me. So that's why I suggest it to them because it's worked for me. So, but in, in history of Reiki, which is energy, life force, mm-hmm. energy flow. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's part of the Qi Kong. Um, it also, from the history aspect of what I've studied, they use energy in, to heal as well. Is that? Oh, oh yes. Just, yes. Okay. So with the Reiki, um, that I was talking about, I mean, it's the same, but it's yes for healing. So it would be hands on healing on the body. Right. And then also like in the auric field, you can do it distance. So when I did the light language, that was a distance healing with a different frequency that wasn't Reiki, but I could do a Reiki distance healing, um, you know, across time and space. You can send it forward. You can send it back. Actually, what I usually tell folks in my Reiki training, which I should have done today or else I wouldn't have blipped out before, is I could send this one particular code. It's a symbol um, that we could see literally when you go through the training. So we know it. And it has a the, the name to it, um, which is secret and sacred. So I won't speak it, but it's a code where you could send forward. I call it the time travel symbol. They don't call it that, but that's my own spin. And I, I should have, <laughs> I could have sent it forward to this actual moment um, when when we were doing doing the show here. Um, so I'd speak with clarity. So I'd stay focused. <laughs> so I'd stay grounded. I can go off into the ether. So that's why I lost my train of thought because I probably was like, um, stay grounded. Um, but I do teach that a lot in my Reiki training and I trainings. And I do call that um, energy frequency in, which is a specific code to Reiki so that I run the class smoothly. <laughs> um, so it is fascinating. So yes, you can you can enact healing so you can go back to past lives in this embodiment or beyond if there's you know some trauma um, that you want to work on with the client. So it's fascinating. I can vouch that everybody has experienced some kind of form of trauma. Yeah, I think so. And think is so. it safe to say, I mean, based on you know researching because you know, the Akashic records, we'll get in touch because I have some questions on that. Uh-huh. I'm sure the audience has too. Um, past lives with certain traumas mm-hmm. or experiences can come into this life, mm-hmm. time that you're in. And what is it about that? I mean, why, what would it be the purpose of some trauma or some experience that you dealt with in a past life? It comes up and shows up in this present life. What, what's yeah. the connection? What's the purpose of that? We didn't learn our lesson. And not like you didn't learn your lesson. It's what we didn't learn from our experience. So um, the learning could be forgiveness, right? Like if you have a horrible scenario, Someone might say, oh, my gosh, well, what do you mean learn from it? This this horrible thing happened happened to me that I remember from a past life or, again, when you were little, this life even. Um, and if, you know, there's lots of associations with what would could come from that resentment, anger. Um, but maybe you've gone through those stages, but then you haven't forgiven. 
and that forgiving others, but also forgiving yourself is a big one. So in my experience, that's, that's why you get the same, it may not be the same storyline, but they're the same themes. So that's what I notice. Is there the themes are the same? So, and they hurt. So when we don't learn or we don't, you know, move through the process, they hurt. And, um, you know, they keep replaying. So again, just even looking at our current lifetime, this embodiment, I'm sure again, most of us, if not all of us can say we've had many themes repeat themselves. And it's because we're not, we're not fully getting it or, or we're not allowing ourselves to um, fully heal from it. That's a better way to put it is heal from it. So when we heal from it, then we, again, see this wide perspective um, or we see this wide perspective and then we can heal from it. We heal from it and then we can even see a wider perspective. And um, I forget exactly how the little phraseology goes, but it's a, like a Buddhist saying is, um, you know, be, be beautiful. There, we talked about Lakshmi earlier, the goddess of abundance and wealth. And she sits upon a lotus pad and she's just this beautiful, glorious lady, goddess. But the lotus, again, is beautiful, but the lotus is in the murky waters, right? So how do we shine bright, be happy and joyful, even though we're in the murky waters, right? Mm-hmm. That's the work. And you talked about um, things that, you know, from our past, and then showing up and yes they hurt but i also have noticed and discovered you know because i mentioned i I study history now there's something Uh about the history Uh and i can go back like in studies and writings of 445,000 years Mm. you want to talk about taking a rabbit hole (laughs) (laughs) on my uh, now I'm doing the true ancestor DNA. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> However, I've noticed the pattern of all the 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 slavery, mm. the wars, mm-hmm. and, and everything, and even catastrophes and timelines in history. And I'm like, wow, it seems like we're on Groundhog's Day. Mm reliving the trauma that energy keeps transferring over and playing in a different time period a different era and hello we are women we give life Mm -hmm. so whatever we're experiencing energetically emotionally the child that we carry is going through it too and just bringing it on in yes it's true all the karma in the bloodlines. There's no joke. And, and it's not just karma. It's just that energy that was mm-hmm. created. Mm-hmm. And if you could go back, like you were in your mom's womb. Okay, mm-hmm. what time generation did, what time was she born? You mm-hmm. know, and what time period? Then everything that she was experiencing being in her mother's womb. Mm-hmm. You can connect the dots. And then I, that's how I woke up going, oh, my God, we're in Groundhog's Day. <laughs> different one period, different clothing, new technology, yeah. but we're still. We're in it until we're not. 
So yeah. I see it like the hamster wheel. So I'm like, we're running, we're running. And then I, you know, we all get different like psychic um, symbolisms and, and analogies. So I get funny ones. So I'm running and running and running. And then all of a sudden you got, you got to just jump off. <laughs> yeah. Do it. You just do it. <laughs> get out, get out, get out and be like, whoof, and I'm out. And that's oh. what I say. The karma can be cleared and healed. I just don't do it again. I mean, which again, see, seems easier said than done. Um, but I have to do just jump off the wheel and I'm out. Yeah. I just say, you know what? I'm done with this. Yeah. I'm drop the attachments, the, but really the, mean it. Put that. It could be a pipe. It could be a rope. Yes. Or yeah, a mic. Just boom. <laughs> yeah. Mic drop. I also wanted to share, because I think this is fascinating. So speaking of like bloodline and ancestral, like energy, again, when I say karma, it's like that energy. It's like the, the information, the information that lives within the bloodline. Again, there's good karma too from your ancestors. Your ancestors did some cool things. All of ours did. So that's, we have access to all those gifts. Um, but, but what I was going to mention is when we're in our mother's womb and being developed, obviously on a cellular level, if, and, and then we develop even more, we're, we're a fetus, we actually get her experiences. We, we go where she goes, right? We walk where she walks or walk. Um, but what I also learned is when our mothers were in their mother, so our grandma's, um, I don't have the timing exactly right on this, um, so someone could Google it if they really want to research it. Our egg was developed, who, who, what we, we came forth from while our mother was in our grandmother's belly or womb. So, yeah, it's fascinating. So like for, for folks that aren't really into the past life stuff or it's not their cup of tea, they don't, they don't, that's not their belief system, which is fine. Um, you can't deny that though. Like your physical material was in your grand, you were in your grandma. <laughs> so you had her experiences on some level, not the level that we're developed now, but it, it's still it still matters. That's science. That's it's science. How science yeah. connects to spirituality. Yeah, yeah. it's fascinating. And history. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. So we can go back in time and and target. Um, so I just get intuitive hits. So I've done womb healing, going back into someone's. I, I just get the number. I get the time, and I or I'll, I'll engage with the client, and and I'll have the question in my head. I won't tell them, and. Um, I don't want to give away my tricks. So if someone's a client, no, I'll be like, I, know I know what you're up to, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get them to give me the information. Um, and then I'll tell them what it's for. And then we'll go into different, um, timelines and that's where we'll do the healing. Um, so I've asked people like the, something would come like a symbol or a word yes, or something. Yes. And then I look at that person like, does that mean anything to you? Right. And then I get that look like, like deer, you know, and headlights yeah. kind of like, yeah. how, do, and I'm yeah. like, spirit doesn't lie. No, exactly. And speaks through mostly symbols and ideas. Um, it's, I mean, it happens, I get specific words, but, but it's much more um, interesting. <laughs> I have crazy dreams that I have, I, I wake up, I'm like, are you kidding me? Couldn't you just be more plain 
No, you no. Have to but then where's the fun? <laughs> but then I'm like, how am I supposed to figure this one out? You know, mm. it just, it's so crazy. I mean, I, I'm like, I, I, I'm like, okay, you'll tell me and give me clarity on that one because there's no way I'll figure that out. Oh, my <laughs> human mind. <laughs> yeah. Perfect but, uh, example would be the now I just had recently more crazy dreams and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the hell is that all about? <laughs> just tell me later. I just can't deal with it right now. <laughs> but when I was when I was going through my second divorce, uh -huh. like I was getting ready to. And I had this dream in it was I was on like a like the, a turnpike. If you could visualize being on a turnpike here in Florida mm -hmm. or I-10 or anything that has like big woods and stuff, and then you got the rest areas that you could pull in. Well, all of a sudden I'm driving, car comes out of nowhere, and I'm seeing him cause this this car cause all these accidents, and people are flying everywhere, cars everywhere, mm -hmm. and I see legs, I see you know dead bodies or people just suffering and then i'm like don't worry help i call 911 helps on the way and i'm like trying to put a foot back onto a person's leg and then a state trooper comes like hey we got help on the way i'm like okay but what happened why did you know and then next thing you know i'm going into the front of a house like going into a house and i just sit and i'm like okay now in my mind i'm thinking okay scene just changed i'm inside a house now in a living room with this wooden coffee table all of a sudden this naked guy <laughs> okay wait hold up it okay comes in he has his heart on penis oh boy on, it, on a silver on a silver platter <laughs> and he comes to me and puts it down on the coffee table I just looked at him and I went, oh, hell no, we can't fix this. I'm out. <laughs> but the thing is, my ex-husband went up to the guy and says, don't worry. Well, and I'm thinking like, where in the world did you come from? And why are you telling him? And I'm like, mm -mm, no way, we can't fix this. I'm uh, out. And I just uh, got out the door. Uh-huh. Now, you don't dream that every kind of shit every day. Come on. <laughs> I woke up confused going, really? You were getting divorced, right? I was about, I was thinking. Yeah, we can't I fix this. In, yeah. And, but <laughs> the dick on the. I think you need, water, you need Sigmund like, Freud. Ah? You need Freud for that one. <laughs> Dream interpretation. I, I'm like, welcome to my kind of <laughs> dreams. Does it? I'm going to mess this. this shit up, people. I'm gonna, I really can't. <laughs> I'm going to mess this phrase up too, but I'm just going to go for it. So there's something like Freud said, or maybe it's a joke that I saw on Facebook, but I think it's authentic where it's like, sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber. <laughs> like sometimes a dick's just a dick. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> but that was just like, I just like blew me away. And I have even more crazier dreams that just happened recently mm -hmm. that I'm just trying to process. I yeah. know it was like information <laughs> I was receiving. Yeah. Come on, you guys. Well, that's a little outrageous. 
<laughs> One of the messages that I've received is, um, so I don't really dream anymore. I call it dream time. So um, I'm, I'm often watching my dream. I'm an active participant. And it's, it's very different than ever before that I had my awakening. So it's dream time. So it's another form of reality, uh, altered state reality. Um, however, they mean a lot, of course. And at the same time, a lot of it, I believe, is just us processing so much information. And again, maybe you know, we're clearing our own energy field and processing so it can get weird. And a lot of time, the name of the game, again, is just let go. And just, you don't have to figure it out, is my point. It's just mm -hmm. you wake up and you're like, whatever. And you just dust your hands off and take it as that was clearing energy and those symbols were weird. And I don't need to spend that much time on it. Some, some however, like pro prophecy dreams and very significant and they have a different texture, but, but I'll get like a lot of weird stuff, like just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And I, I just let it go. I just let it go. And I just let it go. Um, cause we don't want to get, in my opinion, too, too caught up in any one thing. Um, right. I've just, learned to, okay, that's interesting. Right. I'll understand that later. Yes. I just go on my merry way. Exactly. Or that's perfect. Or like I had a teacher, um, Paula, she's phenomenal. She'd be like, just file it away. So you just pop that in a file and you're, you just move on with your day. And yes, if it comes up later in this lifetime, awesome. If it doesn't, awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we talk about, you know, soul energy and whatnot. It, what is, because you understand about Akashic Records. Yes. What is the connection between the soul and the Akashic Records? How is there mm -hmm. a connection? And can you share? Sure. Well, this is my interpretation. Again, nobody's really told me this specifically. And you might ask another person who works with Akashic Records, and they may say something different. So I think of the soul, like I said earlier, is like I'm not sure. I don't believe any one of us on earth plane is operating with a full 100% soul. Maybe some super um, evolved beings that are here helping us um, might be or are. are. Um, but I think of the soul as records. So like a suit or a suitcase. We have a, a suitcase full of information and it's not full. So we have our spirit essence, that would be our higher self or our spirit that's connected to God, God's source. So that's our forever eternal aspect of us. Because I think we, we simplify things so much here on earth because we can't possibly understand, we can't understand how things really work in the big picture. Um, so for me, my simplified version is we have our soul or we have our um higher self, spirit as aspect, then we have our soul records. Those are all of our experiences, past, present, future. And then there's also something called like the life between lives, which would th those would also be like other aspects to it. So when we go in and be, we are an Akashic reader or uh, an Akashic librarian. So I, I don't think I told you, but when we first spoke, I was giggling to myself because you were telling me about all the books you're reading and you want the information. And 
and so on and so forth. And I was like, oh, she's a librarian. She's an Akashic librarian. So some of us, and again, maybe all of us, but some of us in this lifetime are stepping into this librarian aspect. So we like, we have, we're in charge of our own soul records, but we also manage, can help, help, not manage, but help other people with their soul records, right? Like I can open, I have a key and I can open your door and say, here, go, go. And if they don't go, I'll just give them a little push. <laughs> That's what they pay me for, to push them through the door. Um, so our Akashic records are information, living information. And information is power. So when you hear that saying, don't sell your soul to the devil, don't. Because you're giving away your soul pieces. You're giving away your power, right? So in order to be holy with the W-H-O-L, holy, whole, we want to bring back our soul parts. We want to go find them. We want to magnetize them back into our being because the name of the game is to be happy, right? To be joyful, to enjoy life, not struggle through it, which many of us do in different, you know, different ways, right? We want to be that Lakshmi sitting on the lotus, and, you know, there might be chaos all around us and we still might have challenges, but we handle them different. And it's not a fake. It's like we really, at a core soul level, we, we handle them different and we're inspiring to others. So I see the soul, soul as soul parts that we bring together. That's the information that we can access when we move into the different realms in the Akashic field. And as that comes more into harmony and more into fullness, everything lines up even better, right? So I think, I hope I answered your question. No, um, you did. Okay. And then let me turn another question. Okay. <clears throat> uh, it, the Akashic Records holds information of past, present, and future? Yes. So if I want to know you know, about that, there is a, a, a meditation that you bring them through. And like, like, say if I was your client, I'd be mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to know some things about what I'm currently experiencing right now in this present that has to do with my past. So I have mm -hmm. understanding and I want to know about future possible future things. Mm -hmm. And, oh, wait, I don't want to experience that in the future. Can I change that? Absolutely. Yes. So yeah, of course. Yes. Can I do that? I want to do that now. <laughs> of course. Well, one of the things that I, I, I do occasionally, and I'm doing it now because we're moving into 2022, is I'll do a, a yearly um, read. So it's not my primary. I do work with Oracle cards. It's not my primary. I'm more of a healer. However, I use them as lab work. Um, so say I would do as a short one, I could do one, for, I could do one for every day. I've never done that, but that sounds a little much, but one for every month, one for every season. I just did this weekend. We did, I had a vision board party with some, with some girls. And, um, so say you have your first card where you have your, oh, I would select uh, overall theme for the year for you. That would give me the tangible information for this is your theme for the year to work on. And maybe it would be, um, we were talking about goddess cards before, and this one just came into my mind. So sometimes I don't even have to pick the card. I'll just get it as a flash card in my, in my third eye. So there's an Egyptian goddess called um, Bast, 
And um, it's from this goddess deck, my very first uh, Oracle deck. So uh, it's a special place in my heart. So basically the name of the game for her is empowerment. Oh, you want to see if she's in your deck? Yeah. She's Egyptian. Yeah, we're talking about Lakshmi today. I'm so connected to Egypt. I know you are. Woo! You're, yeah, a sister from those priestess days in Egypt. Isis. So Isis. Um, so Bast in this particular card deck, it's about um, independence and strength. So if that was your card, and maybe it is, since we did set sacred space before we started, for 2022, that would be at the top. And that would, in, in theory, would inform your your movements um, through all of your, um, you know, challenges, but also your good times too. And being a leader, because it's about independence, leadership, and strength. So for example, if I flipped over for January, February, we'll say we'll do that as a season. It's not exactly a season, but same idea. The first um, quadrant of the year, say I flip over a card and I have another deck, and, and it's coming into my head. It, it's a fellow standing on the earth with his arm up and it says, stand your ground. But if I flipped it over and it was upside down, I'd be like, ooh, she's not, she's going to have some challenges, potential challenges in the first quadrant of the year with her whole theme of developing her um, self-confidence, standing her ground. So what do we do about that? So we can shift that right away in a healing session and turn, you know, work on the karma of that, maybe go back into the Akashic records. I would get guided. Um, And if we did, we would ask for, sometimes I'll see the storylines. I'll see the, you know, like I'm watching a movie and I can report to the person on that. But sometimes it's just an energy. It's just a feeling. It could be like, Ooh, like, I feel like there's a, a sword right in my in my gut and it looks like a sword. So maybe it really was a sword at one point and I can give you a description of what it looks like. Um, maybe it's a galactic looking sword. So it's not even from like medieval times. Maybe it's King Arthur times, but I'll, I'll see it. And um, it gives us the information that... Um, you, you know, you took a, you, you know, a sword in your gut, which would be again, personal power. Um, also it's the, the chakra or the color frequency, color frequency and the literal frequency 528 Hertz vibrations per second of love. You think it'd be here, but it's actually here. Um, so I always equate that, um, with self-love. So again, we could go on and on with this, but, but I would work on their solar plexus all of a sudden based on the information I just received. Okay. Um, and then, um, and then I would be guided if it was healed to flip the card upright. If I couldn't flip it upright as lesson learned energy cleared. Um, and we don't, when I say lesson learned, it doesn't have to be like, so again, 3d, um, well, I learned this lesson in this way, you know, I pushed somebody down in the playground and now I know that's a bad, not nice thing. It's not like that always. Sometimes it is, but it's more, again, it's a little more nebulous generally, but the person right. will feel the release. They'll feel the sword come out. They'll feel the inner wellspring of abundance. They might cry. There'll be a, generally a catharsis of some, some form and they'll just feel lighter. So that, that happens. So as, as you release, you know, these, these heavy energies or the, this karma from past life, assuming it was past life, 
um, then then we fill up with more of your goodness or your your other soul parts will or some of your soul parts will magnetize and you'll feel lighter and and more full. So that would be one way. Um, another way, certainly, like that would be one way of uh, um, moving into the Akashic field with Oracle cards, for example. Another way would be, yeah, meditate or trans. I do like shamanic journey. I'll take you on a trip. And we'll go into, um, I've done this class uh, before, at the Halls of Amenti, which is underneath the Sphinx in Egypt. And I've actually been there in reality. <laughs> I go there often and, you know. Uh, I'm planning on going next year. I know you are. You're going. Um, so we could go into a journey in, like, and I'll walk you through it. This is what we see. And I'll be there with you as your, as your guide. So I don't do it for you. I'm with you. Um, you know, how do you feel? I kind of keep my eyes open, you know, ears open. And I could take you to a room, like your room in the halls of Amenti, which houses a lot of information of your soul records. So, and then we, we just journey and, and, and I always just tell people, play the game. So we use our imagination a lot, which again, feeds us information that we wouldn't get just by being normal, <laughs> you know? No, it's like we are normal now. <laughs> right. Is this the new normal? Like, the new normal is here. Yeah. This is, <laughs> and if you don't, the one thing I say is like, you know, how can you, you want change and you want this, that, but if you're holding on to the mm -hmm. old, Mm -hmm. that's taking up space, you have no room for the new. Exactly. You said it perfect. So those attachments so, yeah, look like swords. They look like cords. They look like bowling balls. They look like creature features if you have entities. So um, many of us hold on to entities as well. Um, so again, this it depends on your belief system, but if you believe like the entities, I have an entity, it got me or whatever. Yeah, but you maybe you got it. <laughs> You're not the one letting it go. I've actually, sometimes the, the client is actually the spirit attachment that walks into the room, not the human. And I'm like, you know what? We got to, you got to let go. You got to let, let him or her go. So it, yes, the space, exactly. So we op we clear space to bring in more abundance, to bring in more beauty, to bring more of ourselves back into wholeness. And I found this. I don't know if you can. Oh, my girlfriend Lakshmi. Yes. And she's a number 27. Is that right? Yeah. 20, or 20, 27. No, yeah. 27. 27 I couldn't find uh, Bast. Bast. B-A-S-T. Yes. They so. probably have different spellings of her. Um, uh, you know what? It might be uh, vast or yas with a Y. Maybe. So on the deck I have, she's depicted as a, like a, I think a lion, which is also Sekhmet. That's different. She's different. Um, I have so many beautiful, I mean, there's like so many gods and goddesses there. And I'm going from, because I do recall Alchemista goes back to the Anunnaki mm. from the Sumerian writings. They touched base on it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And they did amazing things. 
but it was only for, I guess, a select few. Mm. And that's how a lot of things got hidden. Right. Oh, yes. A lot have, has been hidden. Oh, yeah, to disempower yeah. the people. Um, so now that and destroyed we're shifting. Even. Alexandria, mm -hmm. the, the uh, mm -hmm. library. Yes. That's that a I, special, special oh, place. Yeah. I've I, never been, but that's uh, that's on my list. Top. And I did a, and there's an episode about, I talked about Alexander the Great, Zeus and the Anunnaki was their connection. Uh -huh. And I remember seeing Alexander the Great with is it Colin Farrell who played Alexander mm. and I noticed when I was watching I'm like wait a minute what BC was this there's a lighthouse how did they even know how to build a lighthouse <laughs> they didn't get that from God <laughs> and that's actually the first lighthouse that was actually recorded in history really I didn't know that. This is fascinating. See, I go in on these because I'll catch things that are like, wait a minute, there, 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 there's a lighthouse back in those times with Alexander the Great. How did they even know about maritime and having a lighthouse and have it structured? What did they did they have a light bulb or did, were they using a candle? I mean, I really go deep on my <laughs> question when I see something so out of like, that's not normal. When did they did that? <laughs> so yeah, I found that fascinating. That is and fascinating. It there, go look it up. The life and he, Alexander the Great founded that. So I was like, okay, so whose insight did you get to build that lighthouse? <laughs> you know, it wasn't from you. It was from, and he was supposed to be a demi god created by Zeus. Oh, and his, okay. yeah, and his mother was, now knowing what I know now, she was like, they thought she was a witch, but no, she had psychic. She was a half, mm -hmm. like she was a hybrid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she was like, I understand. A, like, like from Anunnaki blood being mm -hmm. in human. <laughs> so that's yes. the best way I could explain that. <sighs> Good but job. I so fascinating. <laughs> I get so like, yeah, this is what I shot. Like, you gotta skip to yourself. You'll see what I mean. Like, first lighthouse ever to be recorded. Alexander the Great. <laughs> you can't tell me there wasn't like what I know now. It's yeah, ETs are real. They've yes, been they are. writings, there's drawings, even in that Bible certain that's what they were trying to talk about but their language is different than our language now mm -hmm. it's totally evolved mm -hmm. if we could go back in that time we would tell everybody oh yeah that's an alien right. <laughs> the spaceship coming from a sky <laughs> i really love these conversations i do too yeah that might be for another show i know a lot about extraterrestrial well i would love to because i've been wanting to connect with people that study ancient civilization history so i would love to have you come back and let's just talk Thank about ancient you. civilization <laughs> and history and the anunnaki the Atlantinians, the lumerians the Syrians, pladians 
you know, clarions uh, from a starseed aspect of my soul. I come from mm. clarion. So, and it's fascinating. It is fascinating. It, it's like people, we come from the stars. Mm -hmm. I've heard so many statements about mm -hmm. we are truly stars. We come from the stars. Yes. Even indigenous tribes come from the stars. They right. come <laughs> the below. Wake up. <laughs> Oh, I look forward to having this one. Me too. <laughs> I definitely, we definitely got to meet. Um, I do believe I put your website down there. Do okay. you have a workshop or anything coming oh, up? Oh, goodness. Um, I always do do new, new events. Um, so I'm just trying to think after this airs. I, I usually don't plan them too far in advance because I do get the call to hit the road occasionally. I travel quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So I will be traveling in the beginning part of the year. So I haven't planned anything specifically. Um, but I do, I work remotely. So depending where, where you are on the planet, um, we can work and it works just as great, if not better than in person, even though people, people usually like to, to meet me. Um, it, it, energy travels, right? Energy travels through time oh, yeah. and space. And it's, and it's, I can go pretty deep into a trance. Um, when I'm not with someone, I'll let myself really get in there. Um, but I do work with people in Palm Beach Gardens and Jupiter area. And I teach individual classes, a one-on-one -on -one or in smaller groups, if there's something specific they'd like to learn. I have a, a list of so many classes on my website and there's more. I mean, it, it's, like yay long <laughs> and it's ever evolving. So like I said, my quantum spoon bending class is a, is a fun one. <laughs> people always, people are like, Oh my God, I did it. I'm like, yeah, I know. And it's easy too. And they're like, yeah, it's easy. Um, so like I, I said, I don't have any specific classes coming up, but I do do a lot of energy work. Um, and I, I, I always tell people I get what I get. So we set our intentions and then we throw it up to the heavens and ask for, for the blessings and, and we receive them. So it's a beautiful thing. So thank you so much. I really appreciate um, being here. This has been fun. This was truly <laughs> an amazing, I love having experiences like this and thank you for showing up and you are beautiful in front of a camera. No. So <laughs> Just keep going. All right. You have to talk on the show. So you got to get used to this. <laughs> and I definitely want to have a session with you. So done. We'll, done. We will. Thank you so much for joining. Thank us. you. Thank you. you too. Well, there you go. That was truly, I love having conversations like this with other people to help enlighten, empower. And hey, look Donna up, her information's down there. Get the coaching, get the sessions, become the best version of you. And that's why we're here to help you get there. So you never know who I'm going to have on Wake Up With KC. So stay tuned. Do you agree that, you know, it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better?
been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. 